Welcome to Cover Four with the guys. You got me, Terrence, got Keese, and got Nick. Yo. First and foremost, we'd like to start this podcast off by uh, thanking all the mothers, um, you know, the ones that are in heaven and, you know, watch over us every day, as well as the ones who are here with us. Uh, thank you guys for everything that you do for us, everything that you've done for us, the impact that you've had on our lives. Uh, we just want to let you guys know that you all are loved. We all appreciate everything that you've done for us. And to kick this week off, we are going to start with some headlines. Uh, so the first headline is going to be uh, the Jags expected to sign Tim Tebow to a one-year deal. So I'd like to hear what oh, Keith God. can say about that. Bro, I don't understand this. <laughs> like, I... He's never played tight end. I even went back, checked his stats. He ain't even ever even went out for a reception. Oh, actually, hold he when he was on the Jets, he lined up for a reception and Mark Sanchez threw him a ball. He didn't even turn his head to get yeah. the ball. So it was the one time, but that was in the NFL. And college never did it. I thought in college he would have at least lined up and caught a pass or you know, something. Yeah. Nothing. So that's never happened. Uh, shit, I'll let Nick say I got more, but I'll let Nick go. That's crazy, bro. I mean, the only thing that, that I can think of is obviously the Urban Meyer connection. I think Urban Meyer reached out to him at some point and was just like, look, let's see if we can get you on the field or vice versa. You know, Tim reached out to him and said, yo, I want to get back. And he's obviously been in good shape. But yeah, I mean, when he was coming into the league, I don't know if y'all remember, but that was the big thing was people were telling him to switch positions. So I'm trying to think as positive as possible, you know, People were uh, saying, uh, you know, you just got to see if you can switch it up and play something other than quarterback. Obviously, he kind of busted at quarterback, so maybe this will work out for him. <laughs> so, I, I, don't, I mean, you know, like being a Gators fan, I definitely, you know, I, I like Tebow. I like, you know, his – what he stands by, like, you know, his morals and things like that. Um, I feel like my biggest thing with him, like you said, is obviously the Urban Meyer connection, but – at this point, being out of the league, what, nine years? What, oh, just a ridiculously long time. and Almost 10. I, that's what I'm saying. You know, nine years. And then on top of that, you got guys that go out here and bust their tail and haven't gotten a shot. And, you know, le, you know, guys that legit, you know, want to bring up anyone like Colin Kaepernick, for example. Last yeah. time he played in the league, 2016. And, I mean – Last time I checked, you know, there there was no reason for him not to be on a roster somewhere. I just – the T-Wolf thing crazy because he never played tight end. It really just showed you. It showed you it's not Politics. what you can do. It's who you know. It's, yeah. It showed full effect who you fucking know can secure you a spot. And I, I – uh, Michael Vick talked about an undisputed. He's like, you know, I could toss the idea around a couple coaches and at least get a tryout. He's just saying a trial, not signing to the team. He's just saying, you know, he can get a trial. But here's mm -hmm. an interesting thing I'm going to say. Out of, like, Heisman College gods, you know, people that win the Heisman have a spectacular year. These are the ones that were NFL bust or just real, you know. Mediocre. Yeah, bro, you got Marcus Mariota. You know, he was standout in Oregon. You know, he's really just a backup. Maybe can be kind of decent in the a backup role. starter. Maybe yeah, something like that. You got Johnny Menzel. Don't even need to go there with how terrible that was. But, you know, Menzel experience. We got Sam Bradford. Can't stay healthy. You got Tim Tebow's on that list. You know, my Ravens drafted Troy Smith. I don't know why. 
But we did that. <laughs> then you got Jason White, who didn't even make it to get drafted because he had too many injuries. So there we go, Tebow. There you go. Good company, yep. <laughs> hey, I just went back to like 2000. If I would have kept going, it probably would have been even worse. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel, I honestly feel like, honestly, you could even say there's a bunch of them. I mean, at the end of the day, the Heisman doesn't always, you know, correlate to NFL success. Oh, not at all. Yeah, but you would, you would bet that the dude that won the Heisman would probably be the most NFL ready, if you had to say. I mean, honestly, whomever wins the Heisman, honestly, should be a top pick. There's no reason. For yeah. That who's winning the Heisman saying, oh, he's the best collegiate football player in America. There's no reason why he shouldn't be at least like top five, top 10. There's no reason. Devontae Smith, please don't let me down this year. I got big hopes, skinny boy. I'm skinny too. (laughs) All right, to to move on to the next headline, we're going to look at the Packers to try out quarterbacks, Kelly, Benkert at rookie camp. So how big is the Packers' future affected if Rodgers leaves? So what you got to say, Nate? I mean, obviously that's everything, you know, that's a franchise quarterback once in a lifetime. Like you're talking literally top five in the GOAT conversation, probably undeniable. Um, And the fact that you disrespected them, not in this most recent draft of the year before by taking Jordan Love, if you're trying out extra quarterbacks, I know that you have to do that uh, if in anticipation of Aaron leaving. But I mean, if you're not sold in, sold out on Jordan Love as your quarterback, I mean, that kind of goes to show that Aaron really does have the gripe that he's been feeling with the Packers organization. I really don't feel like they've held it together as best they can. They have a great roster top to bottom. But I mean, if you're really having to scrounge for names like that, I mean, at the end of the day, you're really not prepared for the day that Rodgers leaves. That's true. What you got to say, Keith? Uh, I just think they screwed Rodgers the last draft with Jordan Love pick. And then this year they went cornerback first, I believe. So, what are you what are I mean, you doing? Yeah, I the mean, thing that I got to say about that cornerback pick is I mean Billy King. It, I mean, arguably you can you say need you need a cornerback. We ain't gonna lie, because Kevin King, other than Rogers Kevin blowing King, the game, Kevin King screws you too. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. You you can arguably say you you, you can defend that pick, arguably, because you know, you can look back and say, Okay, corner. So I I mean, but at the end of the day, like you say, they wouldn't have they went out and gotten him any kind of real help. So I mean we can really look at that like that as well. And according to Ian Rappaport, the Packers have made significant long-term contract offers to Aaron Rodgers. So what do y'all have to think about his mindset moving forward right now? Do y'all even think he's even considering any kind of long-term contract with Green Bay? I think he's really over it. I think, you know, you get disrespected so long. You look at the history of all these quarterbacks that stay with one team for a while. At some point, they, you guys meet on a fork in the road. Like there's some point where Either one side doesn't agree anymore, the other side's tired of it. You know, every marriage ain't gonna be happy go lucky forever. Something like, you know, tragically will happen without give and take. And I feel that like there yeah. wasn't enough give and take in this relationship at all, like from the start. And then yeah. if you think about that, if if Jordan Love isn't the quarterback you think he is, you know, last year he didn't get a preseason. So okay, maybe you know the reps there would have helped him. Yeah. Who knows? This year he's gonna get a preseason, so that'd be good. But if you botch this Rodgers thing, futuristically, you're screwed. Like, Devontae Adams isn't staying. He's le- he's going to go get paid. He's oh, going to leave. Sure. He's an unrestricted <laughs> free agent in 20, 2022, right? You just got the fifth-year option on Julia Alexander. If these dudes get win that Rodgers is really not going to be in the building 
And these dudes are like all like say top 10 in their position. Devontae Adams probably top like three in his, but Jaleer's like top 10. These dudes are not sticking around. Like Aaron Jones and the left tackle and Zadarius Smith and Kenny Clark probably be the only people you're gonna have. Everybody else is probably gonna start jumping ship. So Corey Lindsay already went to the yeah. to the Chargers. It's gonna be rough. <laughs> what you got to say, Nick? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's uh, at the end of the day, that's all true, Marquise. I mean, the the fact that they're offering him something, you know, money does run the world, unfortunately. So I I, I mean, maybe there's a little state that he'll stay. Um, because if they offer him something to at 38 years old to be the highest paid quarterback in the league over the next couple of years, I mean, that's pretty much the only hope you have at keeping him at this point, right? Yeah. So maybe if uh if the numbers are right, he'll stay. But I really think he wants to head out west, start to move back home, do something like I know Brady's not from the south, but you know, at least getting that mm-hmm. beach weather, do something like what Brady did, head out west, maybe in Cali with San Francisco. I know probably not gonna happen after the draft and everything, but Denver mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, I, I just can't see a situation in, w- in where he stays in Green Bay. Yeah, I, I definitely don't see a situation where he stays either. Just just based off of the relationship over the past couple years have been rocky. So, you know, being that it's coming to a head per se, I feel like at this point it might be best for them to move on. And honestly, at this point, I mean, the level that he's playing at, I wouldn't see it as a bad idea to potentially trade him. And I mean, you know, get a ransom for him. Why not? I mean, 38 year old quarterback. Granted, I mean, he's a generational talent, you know, like you say, he's an all time great, but you know, at this point he doesn't want to be there. So you yeah. ain't the, the awkward thing is like you said, he's a generational talent and he's 38. It's weird. Cause a team, like a team, if you go acquire Julio, you can kind of still get the ransom for Julio. Yeah. I don't know if you can get like a big ransom for a 38 year old. Like, unless, you know, you fall in a situation like how Denver went and got Peyton, but that was a different situation. You know I, mean, I mean, my thing with that is, like, if you look at Tom Brady, what he did last year. You know, I was just about to say, I think you could get a well, ransom after the Tom Brady thing. Definitely. But he, I mean, he, he signed, though. They didn't trade. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, Brady, he was, he, he, he was a free agent, and he picked where he wanted. Like, he interviewed Tampa to go to Tampa. Like, Tampa yeah. didn't interview him. He wanted to know what Tampa had for him. But I feel like, but I feel like, Rodgers isn't going to go anywhere that he doesn't want to go. Yeah. So wherever he's going, sure, he can pretty much guarantee them that, oh, this is where I want to be at for the future. And, you know, he's going to obviously, I think he's, you know, any team that he's going to is going to be some kind of contender. And with him, he'll take them to that next level. I mean, just think about how he's still spinning the ball, like spinning the rock out there. I mean, yeah, insane. I would say insane. after, even, even though Brady's situation was different because he signed. I think that people are going to start to realize like quarterbacks are aging differently nowadays. Mm-hmm. And especially if you can get him in a win now situation, like a Tampa, I think a team would be willing to, you know, drop anything to get Aaron Rodgers, even if it's just for the next couple of years. I mean, the dude just won MVP last year. Are the Broncos win now? Like, would you consider that a win now, now team? That's the thing. Is they're going to have to get rid of those young dudes they have. And I found the Broncos. I'm not dealing Jerry Judy. Like yeah. that is a hard no. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I was actually going to say, I don't think the Broncos are. That's why I was actually kind of hoping the San Francisco thing would have worked out. And, I mean, it still so, don't think that can happen. But So who does that leave if, San, you know, San Francisco's out? We said the Broncos aren't, like, contending, and they're in a tough division. Like, uh-huh. what the Patriots went and got their quarterback, so, like, that, that washes that. Like, Seattle has Russ, and he says he wants to go out west. Like, 
ain't too many more Western teams we can name. Yeah, the yeah. Rams has got Stafford. I mean, and Stafford's good, so like it's not like yeah. honestly, that's somebody who I wouldn't mind seeing win. I wouldn't mind seeing Stafford win, bro. I mean, he's been tough up there in Detroit. Oh, I mean, with that Rams team too? Oh, ooh, he's they, finally got a yeah. team around him. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have any like elite level receivers, but the the core the is so good. The core yeah. is insane. That system is so that good. he's in. Sean McVay, he's you know a brilliant dude or whatever. So I mean, I feel like that. Imagine if they got Julio. That would be scary. If you didn't have to give up too much for Julio. They're in cap hell though. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they would have to. I mean, I like that piece. Like yeah. I called out last week. I think the Saints is potentially like one of his best options as far as a team to go to. I feel like if I was the if I was Green Bay, you'd probably you'd probably don't want to deal with him in the NFC. But if the Saints offered you Marshawn Lattimore and some picks, oh, I'd do it. Because Marshawn Lattimore with Julia Alexander, mm-hmm. and if I'm the Saints, whatever, take him. Because the only time Marshawn Lattimore wants to play anybody mm-hmm. is when he plays the Bucks and he wants to lock up Mike <laughs> Evans, which arguably I'd do it too because he pushed the shit out of him. You should definitely show up every time when you play him. Yeah, but every other – what do you game. think they give up? You think they give up Jameis or something too? Because I mean, they got Taysom Hill. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they yeah, yeah. You probably got to throw in another quarterback. If I would, I, I don't know. I don't know if I would throw Jameis. I probably I think throw. have to at the end of the day because I mean, yeah, like, like, like said all they got is Jordan Love. I feel yeah, like hit off the street to. to play backup. You'd have to throw him. Uh, there isn't really too many. They let the the end. They have Hendricks. He went to the Bengals. The white guy, you know. He was really good for him on the line. He was probably the only white dude on their line, other like other than another defensive tackle. Their line was real colorful. But so honestly, like a quarterback room that's really like head scratching to me. I know this is random, but the Steelers quarterback room is random to me. It's so head scratching. You got Roethlisberger, you got Josh Dobbs, Rudolph, and then you sign Dwayne Haskins. What's going on over there? I think they're betting on uh, Haskins with Tomlin can work. You know, uh, Ron Rivera said it's not a talent thing with him. It's just a leadership thing. You know, he yeah. has all the talent. Yeah. And I feel like Mike Tomlin, he dealt with, you know, you didn't hear anything about Brown and you didn't hear anything about yeah. uh, Le'Veon Bell. So the fact that he was able to deal with those guys. Roethlisberger had issues in the past too. Exactly. So the fact that he yeah. was able to, like, somehow coddle or, like, shape things so these guys could yeah. stay within those lines. Mm-hmm. Maybe he gets Haskins, and Haskins yeah. can learn under Ben how to, you know, be aggressive, or you know, more aggressive and physical, you know, because Ben yeah. is super physical. The only other like dude that's as physical as Ben in that play style, I'd say, is old boy in Buffalo is Josh Allen. You know, yeah. yeah. Herbert could be that going forward. Ooh, I hey, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. People, people had this draft stock on Herbert when he was coming out that he couldn't play because Oregon had that kind of like. RPO type of style offense that they've always had. And I'm not going to lie. I was one of the people that wasn't really high on him, honestly. I saw yeah. Buddy and thought he was special. Like, he... I wasn't high on him. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't. He, I feel like Oregon just didn't utilize his talents. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's certain quarterbacks that just make stuff happen. And I yeah. watched... Being out in Seattle, I used to watch some of his games and I seen him play. He just played differently, moved differently, yeah. like him getting the right coach this year, I feel like it'll be a big. Deal. That's the big thing. So, so yeah. think about how good he did with the terrible coaching situation they had last year. I mean, and having, I always say Keenan Allen's overrated, but I mean, having a, a talent like that, uh, yeah, Marquise, we haven't got into that yet, but um, 
Have yeah, you uh, get us started today because I think we both gonna defend Keith Mallon. Oh, <laughs> oh hey, uh, hey. I'm not about to let gang up on me right now, but <laughs> I'll take that out for now because he is a good receiver. He's a great receiver, and having a talent like that, uh, you know, to go to, I mean, that's always gonna be a confidence booster as a young quarterback. So best I think route, best route runner in the league, but that's besides the point. But I so think what <laughs> nah, it's Diggs, Devontae Adams, and Keenan Allen. That's the three. But anyway, hey, I think uh, exactly. I think uh, Anthony Lynn just didn't want to throw Herbert to the wolves. I feel like that's what, because, you know, rookie quarterbacks, you know, you want to build their confidence and you don't want to yeah. knock their confidence down. I don't think Anthony Lynn's a bad quarterback. I mean, a bad coach. coach. Yeah. I just feel like he was trying to coddle someone that didn't, like, Need I don't it, think yeah. it would have hurt Herbert's ego if he slung a bunch of interceptions. Like, So what do you what do you think about the whole, do you think the Tyrod Taylor injury benefited Herbert? getting these reps and this experience early on in his career. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, it proved, you know, like like Marquise just said, a lot of a lot of uh, quarterbacks need to build confidence in the league. I mean, he mm-hmm. was ready to go from day one. And I hate to say that because I like Tyrod Taylor, but him getting hurt, you know, showed that he didn't really need that yeah. buffering period. He was able to step right in. And you got to think, he did that him. no preseason. Like, the yep. boys didn't have preseason, buddy. That yeah. means he was studying the playbook. He was, you know, in the practices they were able to do, he was – Rolling, so yeah, yeah, he was he was ready. Definitely, they they gonna be scary next year. They if that defense healthy and they took Asante Samuel's son, the junior, yeah, yeah, hey, she's gonna be scared. That <laughs> I that's that's the I'm telling you right now that's the best defense in that in that division. The Raiders are whatever. The Broncos, we know, we know the Chiefs aren't. Broncos there. can argue with you. The Chiefs defense, one thing they do, they make plays. They, they awkwardly show up like. Yeah. Whenever the offense gets them a lead or is just shaky a little bit, the defense is like, all right, we're gonna show up. Boom. Yeah, they'll, they'll yeah. make a play. Weird. Make a play. But to move on as well, so the Colts are going to sign Eric Fisher to a one-year deal. So how big is the signing for the Colts? Their uh their offensive line is full of veterans. I think it just bolstered it more. Uh their best one is left guard Quit Nelson. He's the whole anchor in that offensive line, but they got Brian Kelly. I think he's a right tackle. They are pretty stacked, and they're uh, the run by committee. You know, they got Marlon yeah. Mack. They got Jonathan Taylor, animal, probably going to be a fantasy sleeper. <laughs> That's a sleeper. And then they got Nakeem Himes coming out the backfield on, like, uh, swing plays and stuff. So, I feel like in a run-heavy offense, and their quarterback needs all the protection he can get. You took the yeah. words out of my mouth. I was going to say, I don't want to hear any excuses for Carson Wentz ever oh, no. again. They did no. everything they could to help that man. So, yeah. no, the Eric Fisher signing was huge. I don't want to hear anything. So, and I got faith in him. He looked like an MVP at one point. And so he's, he's a got, vet. He's, he's a, a vet. vet. He's a vet at this point. So, sure. he, but he now has the clock. The clock is out. You're back with a coach that knows you. You got an offensive line. You got crazy talent at every level on the offense. He better show off this year. I think the they're they're a team like we said where Julio's destinations. If they could snag him, they are literally just missing because T.Y. Hilton's a little small. Paris Campbell is lightning fast, I mean, and then he's slow though. He's not that fast. I feel like he he doesn't get the, he doesn't demand the same separation or. But he had a big showing his rookie year. I think he's nice. Yeah, he's I just don't. This season. Yeah, I don't. If he can build off that, and he take if he takes a step next year. Like this year coming up, and you don't have to worry about going snag another receiver. Yeah. You're fine with that. Like I, it's just if he, you know, people hit their sophomore slump. So is he going to hit a sophomore slump, or he, like same thing with 
Justin Jefferson. Is Justin Jefferson going to hit the wall next year? You know, like yeah. I mean, also didn't they have? I can't remember if, if he was still there or not. Devin Funches. What happened to Devin Funches? Nah, Funches is on the. Was it the Bills? Pat still, I think with Marquise Badley Stanley. I'll look it up. Let's check. Y'all keep going. Remember where he go? Yeah. So to move on, obviously this was a a big deal as well. So DK Metcalf put on for the NFL, running a ten point three seven and a hundred meter dash. He on he on the Packers. My bad. Keep going. Oh no, you good? How, how impressive of a performance was that hundred meters from DK? I ain't that fucking fast. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you're able to be 6'3 and like 230, solid muscle, and run like that with Olympians. Get out of Bro, here. not gonna lie, if, if <clears throat> the 40 or the 60. Yeah. He's both, if you watch the race, he was like, he was, I'll yeah. say, you know, middle of the pack. I think he finished towards the back. But for, like you said, Terrence, for the first 40 to 60 yards, he was right there with everybody. You gotta think about it, bro. He ran a 4'3. That's. Yep. So, you got the cutest baby coming. Oh, we in. got a special guest in the house. Little guest, <laughs> little little Nishi poo. She's about to leave me. But uh, he's fast, bro. Like, <laughs> bro, I'm talking. Hey, if he, if he running that knee, like how Buddha Baker got hit, boy, Buddha lucky he came and got him <laughs> from behind. Bro, imagine that man would have hit him like head on. Man, would have took Buda Baker out. So my thing is, he definitely held his own out there. You know, especially with guys that you know their life. All they, they do that—that's what they do. Yeah. So if they get on the field with him and you know put on all the pads and all of that, I mean, they run that same race. I feel like he's on the other end of that. I feel like oh, how many of them 100%. can take him down? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I just—it's—it's it's nice because he stepped into their world. You know, you got yeah. like the Jake Paul stepping into boxing. Like, as crazy as people say, it's like disrespectful to the sport, which whatever. It's kind of mm-hmm. nice seeing someone do something different that is not their usual like element. You know? Yeah. Granted, I yeah. think Mayweather's about to gas him, but yeah. you know. Well, and the other thing was, I liked uh, DK's quote about it. He said he did it for himself because everyone else was scared to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I get it, you know, being, I mean, I don't get it. I'm not a professional athlete, but as a professional athlete, I'm sure there's a little bit of pride that goes into not wanting to lose. I mean, being a competitor, you know, you never want to lose, but mm-hmm. knowing that you can go in there and just want to see where you are from a world-class standpoint, I like that DK took that risk. Oh, for sure. I definitely like it as well. I mean, I mean, he, he's... A physical specimen like yeah he made he was made in a lab somewhere so for yeah, him, his draft picks were ridiculous takes, you know it takes a lot of guts to go out there i mean you know why you can't do nothing but you know commend him for that you know yeah and just be proud of him for that effort and you know honestly i mean how many people you know gonna go out there around a 10-3 hey know. besides even that the fact that this man did that right it Gave the the Olympics like some mm-hmm. like uh people started viewing it more, you know. Yeah. Like I don't go watch the Olympics, bro. I, I'm gonna be honest. Unless Team USA is playing the basketball, <laughs> I don't pay no attention to that. Like, not even the slightest. Yeah, like yeah. so the fact that he did it, I was like, ooh, let me watch, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, something that was um I guess kind of brought up after you know we had the information ready was uh, Colt Brennan passing away, so at the age of 37. I'm, I'm not sure if y'all remember Colt Brennan, the quarterback, that played for played at Texas. Yeah, 
Oh no, he played in Hawaii. Cold Frank yeah, played Hawaii. in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah, he was stud at Hawaii, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, he, his he, stats were like that. Yeah. <laughs> and and he, and he has swag too now. And yeah. you know, just performing on the field, he he has some swag too. Yeah. It's just you know, rest in peace to him, and um, you know, condolences to him, his family. I'm pretty sure uh, the the record that Joe Burrow broke was Colt Brennan's touchdown record, passing touchdown record. Yeah, he had like what I believe it was like sixty. It was like sixty five or something like that. No, so I think it was fifty nine because I think Joe Burrow mm-hmm. threw a flat sixty. Okay, okay, okay. I knew it was up there because he he definitely was putting up stats back in the day. He was putting up stats. Wish his family the best though, for sure. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, terrible sure. to hear. Thirty seven's young. Yeah. No. So to move on, so what what quarterback matchup is your most anticipated matchup for the 21, 21 season, Keith? You know, if this <laughs> man does not beat him this year, <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do. I gotta Lamar gotta go smash my homeboy. I don't know. <laughs> like I'm getting sick of it. Every year we played him, like the last three years, I feel like we done played him. If he can go beat him this year. I feel like it'd be one. I feel like they're gonna ball. It's gonna be yeah. Mahomes gonna do good. I feel like Lamar does do good in the matchups. Just things, some things yeah. don't go his way. If they both show out, I hope just Lamar gets upper hand because I feel like they're gonna put on the show anyway. See, the, the one thing about that is, I feel like you guys have a you you guys have the form of the team to beat them. But I just feel like although your complete team as a whole is better, I feel like than Chiefs, their offense compensates for their defense i feel like the big difference is that they actually have a pass rush and we fucking don't that's but i feel like we probably arguably got the best corners in the afc and you know they probably compete for the best in the league honestly but we have no pass rush and offensively i i like jk Dobbins. this is a little tangent like a little runoff i like jk Dobbins. But I feel mm-hmm. like if Lamar could have got paired up with a running back that was more established, it would have been so more crazy. Like, imagine him handing the ball off to, like, Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Like, it, like you know what I'm saying? Like, if he had a – like, J.K., you know – He could be that. He could evolve to that. So, I feel like, you know, this year is going to be yeah. the year for him. If it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you're going to see if he's going to take that step or is it just going to be him and Gus sharing the rep. But imagine Lamar if he had, like, Alvin Kamara or, like, he was handing the ball off to someone that was just as dominant. It'd be crazy. That'd be scary. That would yeah. be scary. And then you, I wouldn't even, we wouldn't even have to worry about, oh, does he, because the receiver thing wouldn't even be an issue at that point. Yeah. You'd have someone that was so dominant on the ground, like you'd be so, you wouldn't know who was going to take off of the ball. Yeah. And the thing is, too, like even with that, you have, like you said, you mentioned like Alvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, those guys also catch passes as well. So they can beat you on the ground and through the air. So, yeah. Actually. You know, guys miss. I mean, just you know, complete backs. Yeah, sure. Uh, I definitely think. Yeah, Lamar needs this one this year. I'm, I'm uh, neutral in it, but I, I I'm kind of sick of all the disrespect that Lamar gets. So I, I feel like beating hey, Pat could get him a, a big, big uh, amount of weight lifted off his shoulder. You know, with all the haters out there that just say that he's, you know, still on that. He's a running back bandwagon. Who you got? Cut the AFC. You know, I, I hope y'all beat up on each other. That's all I can hope for. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got for your quarterback matchup? So, you talking to Nick or you talking to me? I'm talking to you. You. Who you got? Nick told so Nick on the same boat I mean, as me. 
I got a different matchup, but I'll let Terrence go first. If I did too, I probably would have to slap myself. <laughs> Only because this man has led us for two decades. Oh, yeah. We know oh. where you're going. Tom coming back to play in Gillette. Oh, y'all ain't beating him. I almost I bet you on him not beating him. <laughs> my question, my question is, my question is, is it gonna be Cam or is it gonna be Mac? It could be the both of them put together and y'all ain't beating them. I think we could. Our defense is always solid. Our defense is always solid. All right, go cover them four receivers. We've done a lot of restructuring on the offensive end to where we bring them back that two tight end set. Yeah. We brought in a few more weapons. I feel like we didn't really attack it. Like, let's say, for instance, you know, we would just get that number one dominant receiver like Julio type. Over. Yeah. You know, somebody like that, I feel like that would really, okay, we're from here, we're here now, you know? So I feel like, okay, we not all the way there at the receiver position, but I feel like we, we did definitely, you know, upgrade that position. Y'all going to pass rush and hit Brady? Is that something new? Honestly, I think we can get pressure on him. All right, let's see. Think about uh, it. Well, I was going to say, I actually like Terrence's pick, but not quarterback versus quarterback. I like the Belichick versus Brady because – Yeah, I had to. If you, if you see to. how uh, petty Belichick has been about all this, I, <laughs> he would game plan for that. I don't think that the that the Pats stand a chance. I'm sorry to tell you that, Terrence. But <laughs> if there's – he's going to do something. Like, I don't know what it would be. Like, he's just going to – even if he gave up 40 points, he'd do something like – rush six every single down. You know what I mean? Like, he'd do something stupid like that just to try listen, to get a Tom. I'm confident in my team every week. We <laughs> I like your style. Listen, I'm confident every week. I don't care who we play. Well, I'm going to take you to every Belichick. fight if I ever get in one because <laughs> <laughs> Belichick, y'all know Belichick is a great off – I mean, he's a great defensive coach, you know. Yeah. Think about this, too. We also just brought back Matt Patricia, who's also going to be helping us – solidify that defense as well. So yeah. Oh Matt our Patricia. <laughs> when he left to go coach Detroit. Yeah, Detroit will tell you. <laughs> Listen though, but he don't have to worry about managing the whole team now. He can just focus on let me help here and there. Let me help um, I don't remember that line of defense scaring you know the Packers, the Vikings or the Bears. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You Listen. Right. We gonna win the game. That's what I mean, it is the Lions too, though. I mean, we're talking about a poverty franchise. Exactly. Right? <laughs> hey, exactly. Nick, what's your other quarterback matchup? Who you got? Oh, I was gonna say. Uh, so mine, I just wanted a little different route for this one. I want Burrow versus Herbert. They play. They play this year. So you know, obviously, you had the rookie of the year with uh, Herbert. He's gotten a new coach. Uh, you know, hopefully that defense will be up to up to par this year. And then obviously you have Burrow, who could uh, could have won rookie of the year had the injury not happened. And everything like that. He was balling out on a terrible team with no offensive line, still no offensive line. But you got Jamar Chase. Uh, you know, people talk about the sophomore slump a lot. I want to see which one of them comes out on top this year. Joey Bosa and Linval Joseph or Joey Bosa and Linval Joseph probably about to demolish Joe Burrow. I hate to say so, it. Yep, but you're probably I don't, right. I don't know what they was thinking, but I'm really excited to see it because both of them got an arsenal on like. Offense, weapons, yeah, like, talking about weapons, and the but... and the scary thing is the Chargers actually wouldn't help this offensive line. Yeah, so I don't know how many times DJ Reader is going to be able to put something on Herbert. <laughs> and then another thing is I, I had another matchup too. I got Wilson versus Darnold. I want to see Darn. I'm not high on Darnold, but I want to see Darnold make the Jets pay. I I want to see Darnold put up 400 yards on the Jets type of day. I yeah. mean, I feel like. 
you know, because I don't think Zach Wilson is it, but the Jets need a, they definitely need a restart button because you know, whatever they've been doing for the past 10, 15, 20 years, you know, just been dumpster juice. So I feel like they definitely needed a restart button. And I mean, if they feel like they got their guy, I mean, so be it. But I feel like Donald, if he don't play well in any game, he's probably gonna he's probably gonna ball against <laughs> You said that man can play bad the whole season. Just play good this game. Yeah, if he don't play good any other game, he gonna play good that game. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not big on uh, Sam Darnold at all, but I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give him this. I don't think it doesn't matter who you put in in New York. You're not playing well because I mean, at the end of the day, that's another one of those poverty franchises. They just can't get anything right. Hopefully, I like uh, Rob Salah, the, the coach that they got now from San Francisco. I like him. Hopefully, he can mm-hmm. turn it around. I mean, Zach Wilson looked like a lot of fun in college, but he played high school teams. So, yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, we'll see. Honestly, I still – I can't get over that pick, honestly. Like – Should have been anybody else. It was always – You damn near could have took Mac Jones. It was always Lawrence and Fields. Lawrence and Fields. Fields, Lawrence. How does I like, it – Even Trey – I like Trey Lance. That was the one I liked outside of Lawrence. Thank and you. you. Yeah, but I mean – you know, it was always Lawrence and Fields who were the yeah, 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 the two big names, yeah, yeah. So, especially with the level of competition, we're gonna talk about level of competition as well. Like you said, Zach Wilson won't play nobody. I mean, I know, watch I see, watch people give Lamar shit because he played at uh, Louisville. Louisville, yeah, yeah. and people were like, "Oh, he doesn't play what? He played Florida State." He played Deshaun Watson with Clemson. He doesn't play people. Okay, bro, Zach Wilson lost to Coastal Carolina. <laughs> Like, I don't want to hear it. I don't even know who the hell Coast Carolina That's is. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's who they lost to. They lost to Coast I ain't Carolina. even going to lie. I used to play NCAA. That seemed like one of them rebuild teams I used to take them over. Yeah. <laughs> Please bring back NCAA quick. Not, I mean, they've been balling the past couple years. I'm going to give them their respect, but. You know, that's where Josh Norman came from. He he went to uh, Coastal Carolina, and I mean, you know, he's trying to put him on the map. But then you see what happened to him. Only thing I remember about Josh Norman is Odell Beckham tried to kill him on the field, <laughs> and he got some plays on the Bills where he be getting torched. But he is a good veteran yeah. presence, and he kind of fits their, you know, because their cornerbacks Jermaine Johnson and uh, Tadarius White. It, it kind of works with him just yeah. getting torched every now and then. So. I yeah. mean, he got a mean stuff on from. Oh, I didn't even think about it that. Boy, I forgot. He got baptized, man. He got baptized. Hey, Derek Henry said that boy. <laughs> Woo! And you know the crazy thing is, oh my gosh, I see somebody saying because Timbo is six three, he's the same size as Derek Henry. Oh, it was Amon Black. I think he played for Florida. You know who I'm talking about? His last name is Black or something. Yeah, yeah. He said about? that these these DBs or these defensive players would be scared to tackle Tebow. Boy. He don't. He's not, not that fast, though. He don't. He it ain't even the point. You know how big Aaron Donald is, bro. Boy, scared of top boy. Who's scared bro, of Tim Tebow? Yeah. Ten years removed from the NFL, bro. Ain't nobody finna be scared of Tim Tebow. He better be worried about them Lamy he finna have to block. Right. Oh my God. Yeah, we're over. We're over here talk, talking about pass catching. We didn't even talk about blocking. You think they're gonna block somebody? There, there's some top high school talent. You know that's probably gonna go to Alabama or something at tight end that have a better chance at doing better than Tebow does. <laughs> I'm gonna year, say yeah. that right now. If yeah. you told them boys, seniors that are probably gonna be in college next year, go play for the Jags at tight end, they would be better. Yeah. They'd be better. Yeah, Tebow, man, he's gonna get. I, I don't know, bro. 
I mean, he was, he was still in shape though because he did play baseball. So yeah, not, not I mean, football shape, but exactly in some shape. But I was in shape. Yeah, to go from quarterback to now, oh yeah, I got to block Aaron Donald. Like, come on. I think people got wrapped up in the thing like <laughs> that. He, I think people fall in love with him. That's the other thing I had is that people fall in love with how he looks. He's a religious guy. You know, he's a Florida talent. He's homegrown. He's literally from Jacksonville. So yeah. people are like, oh, duh, duh. but the thing is. He's that's not a team where you need him. Like, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is a good enough leader, and I think he those dudes are, are naturally gonna like him. Like, I feel like people are gonna be like, Oh, you know, we're, we'll back him. You don't need Tebow to be a circus there, and then you drafted Travis Enemy. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you the, the running back Robinson is looking like. Yeah, that was a head scratch to me. I mean, you like the pick because of the talent, but like he's looking like, hey, I was undrafted and you picked me up and I did this and you're going to get a running back. And yeah. now you're going to go take a quarterback that is going to play tight end. Oh, my God. That's some, you know, that's a, definitely a couple of head scratching moves. I mean, I don't know. scratching. I'd like man. to see Jacksonville on hard knocks. That'd be a, that'd be a, my thing one. is, I mean, if you think about it though, Urban Meyer has always been a great coach. Like from his University of Florida days, going to Ohio State. I mean, but do you think this is a good situation for your first big NFL head coaching job? You got a rookie. Go you got rookies all over the place. I mean, you're bringing in a tight, uh, uh, retired quarterback to come play tight end for you, bro. I'll probably bring him in as a coach or something. But I, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, just anything that would have been great. That, I think that would have yeah. been a great thing. You're not I playing, mean, bro. To play. He's not playing, bro. He's going to get tossed around like a rag. Yeah. Not even quarterback, bro. Like, you didn't even tell this man to play quarterback. Like, yeah. if you had him back up, Trevor Lawrence, and I wouldn't even have him back up because you got Gardner Minshew, who I feel like is going to yeah. be a competent enough backup that yeah. you don't need another backup. Well, all right, he already proved he could ball a little bit, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, sure. So he could stay behind Trevor Lawrence and win you a game, lose your game, but keep you wherever you're at. Yeah. Yeah. Tight end, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> What we're going to do here is we're going to transition to a way too early, <laughs> way too early picks for fantasy football. So Ooh we're going to start. Wee. <laughs> Ooh wee. Hey, I hope so, y'all boys know I'm going to win this league this year. Cuz got lucky last year with the listen, thin hair on his chin, bro. I'm a fantasy mastermind. You might be told by some of my picks now, but just know I'm going to put it together. When we drive too, and when you see my picks, you're gonna be a little surprised. But we're gonna start off with Keese. We're gonna we're gonna want to know who your quarterback is for your way too early. Fantasy. Oh, I'm going home team. You know, uh, I think Axon Jackson. I you know I really didn't want to go him because I, I was I knew somebody was gonna look at me and be like, oh, of course you. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I didn't even I played in what three fantasy football leagues last year. Didn't have him in any of them. But I feel like he's gonna. He's going to blow this year and do amazing. The like, thing is, people are going to talk so much trash and all that, but he's definitely going to be one of the first quarterbacks off. Yeah. The, oh, I mean, bro. He's, hey, people, fantasy, he's people going to talk that guys. shit, but they know if he falls to them and they fantasy. Without they hesitation. Go, hey, without I'll take him. <laughs> yeah. Feeling good. Exactly. So you got a quarterback. Uh, I got uh, Josh Allen, you know, uh, 37 touchdown passes, and fun fact, had more rushing touchdowns than uh, your boy, Action Jackson. So 
I mean, when you look at it from a fantasy perspective of just trying to get numbers on the boards, I mean, he scores a lot of points, throws a lot of yards, and can run the ball too. So, I mean, hey, only that, 10 picks. Huh? Is that slander right here? Keisha Tolerate? I'm just, no, I'm just saying. He, he, really, he really did have more touchdowns than him. But people okay. – he is honestly probably the running back in Buffalo. Yeah, I, they, they don't, don't have him. That's what I'm saying. You still yeah, don't have those. him. So he, Zach Moss was injured. I mean, the Ravens have a, a run scheme where they can use those other two backs too, so that might take a little bit. Just looking from a fantasy perspective, I mean, that can take a little bit from – uh, Lamar's progression. I mean, we saw he went down a little bit in just rushing touchdowns. So, but Josh, uh, Josh is a way Josh's bigger ever, body. He's yeah, yeah, he, he can huge. take a bigger beating. And goal then, line situations. Exactly, his touchdowns that. be at the goal line. Like when it's five less yards, he's yeah. like, oh. And as a quarterback, yeah. you get more points as a rushing touchdown than a passing touchdown. So, exactly. I'm not super right, so fantasy points exactly. I'm gonna throw out a little. If you say Tom Brady, I might end this podcast. Off the bat. I ain't going to say Tom Brady. We all know he finna hoop down there. So, <laughs> I'm going with that. So, the reason I'm going with that, just hear me out. The reason I'm going with that, we all seen what it did last year. Defense was terrible. And they had, beginning of the season when he was healthy, they had the ball on offense to even be in contention to win the game. They came back, you know, a couple games in the beginning of the season. I feel like we're not counting that Falcons I, game because we're garbage. I don't feel like they did enough on the defensive end to make them not have to be a high-powered offense or to have to put up a lot of numbers to win games. So I think that coming back healthy this year, if he continues that – because, I mean, I feel like he's been, you know, steady progressing. So I feel like if he stays at least where he was at at the beginning of last season. Yeah. like Because he has the talent. He has Mark Cooper – he has C.D. Lamb. I mean, uh, Galloway. Yes. Running game, not the same yes. anymore at this point. But, I mean, I feel like he, he got the talent around him. So, I feel like he's I feel like he's going to ball again. I feel like. Because he was balling for me. I picked him last year. And they were proud of me. And what was he doing at the beginning of last year? 40 points a game. Balling. <laughs> so, that's what I got to say about that. What, what, what y'all got to say about that? I mean, I think it's a good dark horse pick. If, uh, you know, based on what you said, I mean, he did ball out to start the year and, you know, he's, he's kind of getting the, the money that he wants. So he's got incentive uh, to go out there and ball. I mean, yeah, for sure. We'll I think, I think he's going to ball. He has plenty of weapons. People allude to the running game and Dallas taking a toll or like just falling a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, fun fact, Zeke has always rushed for over 900 yards. It's just his average went from 5.1 down to four even so i feel like that is probably and think about him he always falls forward whenever he, whenever you tackling this man i mean you know he's a tough tackle so i feel like but to have a running back rush for over 900 since they got in the league every year is pretty good i i feel like that's pretty good i mean well, i know Zeke, what you said nick i was gonna say zeke will probably it's, it's probably tougher on him you know with dak being out they knew that they were gonna have to run the ball more you could load the box a little bit more whenever you lined up against the cowboys yeah, exactly. but last year they had my little cousin out there in the, um, at quarterback. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Andy Dalton got hurt, and then they had quarterback, I believe, from JMU, you know, and, you know, it, it wasn't looking so good for him last year. But, you know, this year with Dak back at the at the reins, I feel like he's going to ball this year. I mean. That's, that's his that's his castle. Not a Cowboys fan. Not a Cowboys fan. But I just feel like he's going to ball. And, you know, I don't want to see them win. Let me put that out there. I don't want to see them win. <laughs> but he can score some fantasy game. points for you? <laughs> That's it. That's hey, it. Ball out every week. 
the rookie fantasy leader going to be Justin Fields. I'm just throwing it out there. I know we didn't do that, but I'm going to say Justin Fields because I think he's going to beat all Andy Dalton. Maybe yeah, not. I, maybe I, not I week one, but I say about – They're going to be begging for Justin Fields. If they don't put him out week one, they're going to be begging for oh, him. Should, should, yes, the fans want Justin yeah, Fields that's what I'm saying. right now. Begging. That pressure is going to be on the fans and the players. His, team, his teammates now are old. We finally got a quarterback. So – Allen, they want to see him play. They're, they're not going to care about, oh, he threw a pick, blah, blah, blah. They're they okay with him going on the field, making mistakes because he's young. So, yeah. Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney are probably stoked. And Comet, the rookie from last year at tight end. Oh, them boys. And you got to think, too, they got Tariq Cohen coming he's back. Coming back. Yeah. Sorry to hear about what happened to his brother. So, you know, condolences yeah, for sure. to his family. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, I mean, they got, they got a lot of talent. And I mean, their quarterback play has just been subpar past couple of years. And honestly, when they did that, when they signed Andy Dalton, I was like, bro, you're going to go from Trubisky and Nick Foles, who was playing like dumpster juice, and you're going to get Andy Dalton, bro. Did you see what, did you, did you see him last year on, on the Cowboys? I'm like, bro, y'all are ridiculous right now. Y'all are ridiculous for that. But then they got fields. I'm like, okay, I understand. Um, so who y'all got for good catch? Hopefully, boy, you got shit falling. What you got going on? That's why that boy played receiver. <laughs> hey, got my light over here. Let it fall. Who, who y'all got for running back? Who you got, Nate? I want to hear. Uh, so I got I got Christian McCaffrey. So um, you know, injured last year, but let's go let's go to the 2019 numbers. So he had. Uh, 1,300 rushing yards, 15 rushing touchdowns, 116 receptions. I need y'all to hear that again. At running back, this man had 116 <laughs> receptions, only four touchdowns, but over 700 receiving yards. I mean, the, the man does everything for that offense. And the fact that you're bringing in Sam Darnold, you still mm-hmm. don't have a plethora of weapons on offense. I think that they're, they're going to go right back to uh, – Running the offense straight through him. I think he played every single snap in 2019. Listen, what you? Oh, wait, wait, wait! You said they ain't got a plethora of weapons, boy. They got Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. They listen. I promise. We're you, talking about Christian McCaffrey, bro. They I ran the entire you, offense. Christian McCaffrey ain't getting 100 and whatever catches. No, no, he's not going to do those numbers again. They're going to protect him. But I do <laughs> think being that safety valve with uh, Sam, I'm seeing ghosts. Darnold at quarterback. I think that man is going to be seeing ghosts. <laughs> He he gonna, uh, he gonna see a ghost and not throw him the ball. So listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. CMC name is right there. See, yeah, I thought, see Terrence knows what's up. That's listen. what I'm saying. Comeback season. You talk about CMC. You know I'm about to throw somebody out there. That is probably, probably better than CMC. Honestly, I, no, I'm taking that boy right there, Alvin Kamara. That's a good pick for sure. It's literally, like they do like the same thing. I've seen yeah. this man in mid game take a Great. little brief. Jog like borderline walk and then start boom take off yeah take offs and leave yeah. everybody like woo he has top speed pretty quick. I yeah. got I got Kamara. I think another big one would probably be Saquon. I feel like the running backs are kind of easy, you know. Yeah, you know yeah. who's gonna you got a lot of options, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like you, Cook, if you Henry. don't draft a, a yeah. good running back in your fantasy football, you it's just up. like you just don't need to play fantasy football. Yeah, you just <laughs> miss you, you know. Somebody that's, need to pop you back of the neck back to Yeah, the somebody need a necky because that's that's bad. So it's crazy because both of y'all actually done mentioned my running backs. So seeing <laughs> so Saquon coming back, I feel like you know, has to have a big year this year. Um, I feel like he will. I'm not sure if 
New York will be willing to move on from Saquon? What do y'all think? Hell no. I, I don't think so. I mean, you got to rely. My bad, Nick. You got to rely yeah. on uh, quarterback. You got to rely on Daniel Jones. So not yeah. only got to rely on that, you got to rely on Kenny Galloway stays healthy, which I think he is. But everybody in the media has. I think he would too. I think he can't healthy. stay healthy. Evan Ingram can't catch the ball. He drops everything, or borderline <laughs> wants to catch it sometimes. So you have that. To me, Saquon is the the security blanket that you gonna have. Uh, like, sure, he's not gonna get the same amount of you know reps because you probably you're not gonna barrel him into the ground anymore because you have an arsenal on offense and you got Kadarius yeah. Tony. So I think Saquon is going to be pivotal, like in that yeah. offense moving forward, because you have all that, all those weapons. You're going to have to have a stable running back. Like you're going to need it. And he, yeah. between the tackles out of the last three we named, he's, he's the best at between the tackles. Yeah. If I had to pick between Chris McCarthy or Alvin, I'm going to go Saquon. I just feel like, I feel like they need to definitely, you know, do something with that line. Cause for him, it's been all, you know, even before he gets to the line of scrimmage, he's got to make people miss. Hey, Thunder Thighs gonna make it shake. You seen that boy Thighs? He gonna do something. Yeah, he. Yeah, I I want to see Saquon do well. I mean, sure. I'm not gonna lie. I would like to see him somewhere other than New York. But at the end of the day, they're gonna hang on to that man for their life. So. Oh, for sure. And I mean, definitely want to see him come back strong for sure this year. Yeah. Um. So, moving on to wide receiver. So, I'll go ahead and kick it off for a wide receiver. So, my wide receivers. Cause I got, I put a slash here. I'm not gonna lie. I put like a either or. You can give me either or. Oh. I feel like Keenan Allen or Calvin Ridley is gonna have a great season this year. Oh, so yeah. we are giving props for the Falcons out here. We're giving props hey, for the Falcons know, out here. I'm, be, I'm being generous today. I'm being generous. So Keenan Allen had. That's a star. That's not generosity. <laughs> <laughs> that man's a star. Keenan Allen had 100 receptions last year. Tied for tied for seven. Uh, 992 yards receiving, 19, eight touchdowns. Calvin Ridley had 90 receptions, tied for 13. He had 1,374 receiving yards. I believe he was tied for fifth or just in fifth. And then he had nine touchdowns and he was 10th there. So I feel like those two, I feel like Calvin Ridley, and you got to think about what they've added in Kyle Pitts. And then you still have Julio. And then you have, Calvin Ridley, I mean, what third option, second, third option is going to cover Calvin Ridley one-on-one? I mean – I don't think Julio's going to be there. Well, that's all about I actually think – Terrence, I agree with you, but for a different reason. I, I think, think his volume is going to go up. Yeah, he'll step yeah. up to that number one position because Pitts will be number two, and if Julio's gone, Calvin's going to get all the balls. Same so, way Calvin got them all last year, like, he's, his yeah. volume, especially if Julio's gone. Whoo. And I, I can't believe I'd ever say this, but I actually think – Calvin's a better route runner than Julio. So when it comes to uh, creating separation where Julio doesn't necessarily need the separation because he's beast mode, but yeah, <laughs> uh, Calvin can get open. Oh yeah. He can get open in a, in a, in a phone booth. So yeah. <laughs> phone booth. Who you got? Who you, got? who you taking? I'm interested to see who y'all taking that receiver. I, I'm not gonna lie. I think I took a layup. I got Tyreek Hill. Um, so Tyreek Hill is, you know, over 200 <laughs> yards in one quarter last year. I mean, only had 87 reception. I mean, not only, that's still a good number, but 87 receptions. He still had over 1,200, almost 1,300 yards. Second in the league in touchdowns with 15. He's a big play waiting to happen. I mean, that's a that's a walking detonator. So Yeah, he's a playmaker. Yeah. 
And then obviously you got my homeboy thrown to him. So I we, mean, he's we only, look, we only got to talk about Nick Pick. We we can move on to Keys. Yeah, I mean that's just an easy one. I won't lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I got. Who I got? I took uh this is a sleeper for me. It's not like a high, you know, fantasy figure. It's probably one if you find him. Not find him, but if he's there at that point. I'm gonna go AJ mm-hmm. Brown. He from the Titans. I feel like you let go of all the receivers. His volume is about to go through the roof. You yes. let the tight ends on the Patriots. I don't know who I think they had this tight end named Fisher or something. So mm-hmm. I don't even know who he is. AJ Brown and the dude, the guy, the guy, uh, Josh Reynolds. He came over from the Rams. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown will get the ball. His volume is definitely going up. I mean, he's definitely going to benefit from that. And that play but, action. Man. I'm about yeah, to say so- he his stats on the uh, Pro Football Focus when they were talking about. Uh, I was looking up the play action. He's one of the best play action receivers in the league. So. Hey, Jit, really a, a, a Steve Smith Jr. It's probably too early to say put him on that, but. He played that hard. He's, yeah, big, he he's big, bro. He's a big dude. He's yep. huge. <laughs> like for a small receiver, he's he's stacked. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he's huge. So who you got, Keith? Oh, yeah, you just had him too. Yeah, yeah. I got AJ Brown. So um now we're gonna transition to we're gonna transition to defense. So who y'all pick? I want to know who y'all pick first because y'all gonna be like, really, when I say mine. But. I got I got the football team. For sure. They got people coming back. They're healthy. Probably the deepest defensive line. Chase Young's going to be an animal. Uh, they got the other Fuller brother on one side. They got Kendall Kyle's in, on the Broncos. Uh, they just, I feel like they're going to be an animal. Their defense is solid, though. Their defense is solid, for sure. They got a lot of up-and-comers, too. That's like the, the they, defense, I mean. they're so yeah. There's so many people on that defense. It's crazy. Like, on the line alone. Yeah. And then playing in that weak ass division. I mean, oh, you're gonna thrash. have good plays every week. Yeah. You're gonna thrash people. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got the I got the Rams. Uh, I mean, that was an easy pick. I mean, they got playmakers at every level. You got Jalen Ramsey and you got Aaron Donald. I mean, turnovers turnover machine in a, a league where you got or in a division where you got a quarterback like Justin Herbert, who's probably gonna be ascending, still younger, probably make some mistakes. Uh, especially if you look at their schedule. I think I think they're gonna have a pretty good year. Uh, they ain't the same division as Justin Herbert. They got a uh, Jimmy G and uh, I'm a dumb Stafford. ass, bro. They're in the Stafford. Not, yeah, not even you didn't even call me out on the division. You could you didn't even <laughs> call me out. They play. I'm sorry. They play Justin Herbert and uh, in that season. Oh my god, that was a terrible NFC, NFC and AFC. I'm way off. We just let you slide. I, how did you gonna take them and they just lost uh, Johnson in the secondary? Because I still think they have playmakers. I'm looking from fantasy perspective. I'm not looking okay, like okay, best, okay, best okay, defense because okay, you got to okay, score okay. points in fantasy. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. True. Jalen Ramsey going to pick somebody else. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to look at somebody who has added a bunch of depth this offseason. Browns. The Patriots. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my oh, who do they oh, add on defense? Oh I got the Falcons defense, bro. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> bro. Who? Well, listen, though. Listen. Listen. We're about to cut this podcast on off. Defense, <laughs> on the defense, we have our – This man's a ride or die for the Patriots. We have our opt-outs coming back, and then we also have our, you know, playmakers that we've added. And then – Who you add on defense? What do you mean? Who'd you add? Name somebody you added. Go down the list, bro. Name somebody you added on defense. 
So we we took Judon from y'all. Oh we, yeah, you guys did. Okay. Mills. We oh, added. Uh, I forgot. Oh, okay. Okay. I was nah, you're good. You're good. Started I'll, give you, I'll give you okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> and then we still kept JC Jackson. Still got Stefan. We got Stefan out of there. I'm letting you know. He probably out of there. Hey, listen. Linebacker core, solid two, high tower back. So, listen, I'm ready. I'm I'm, I'm excited for Patriot football. Just say that. <laughs> yeah, we can tell you a little too damn excited. All right, but. <laughs> so now we go. We gonna transition over to the the flex. I probably got somebody who's a little bit like, oh, really? Maybe. I'm not sure how y'all might feel about him, but who I'm going with? I'm going with Austin Eckler, running back. Carter. I can see it. So, when healthy, I mean, he had that freak accident last year, which held, held him out for a lot of the season last year, put him on IR and everything. But, like, when healthy, um, from a production standpoint, I mean, he's giving you everything from receiving to rushing the ball and touchdowns, I mean, on a consistent basis. So, I feel like he's a, a pretty consistent player production-wise for you to add as a flex player for sure. Who you got, Nick? Got who y'all got? Uh, well, I think Nick's a little frozen on us. So yeah, Nick. I think I froze up. Am I good now? <laughs> yeah, you good? Who you got? Right. For my flicks, I got uh, so I went dark horse for this one as well. I went uh, Cole Beasley. I just think is a good like uh, slot receiver. Wes Welker. He's high high volume in terms of receptions. Almost mm-hmm. got a thousand yards last year. I mean, he's a reliable target in terms of again just getting points on the board for your fantasy team. I think he's a good pickup in later rounds. I had Cole Beasley on my fantasy last year, so yeah, I know that he's you know pretty consistent. Josh Allen's you know one of his security blankets for sure outside, yeah, Allen, obviously. So I, I definitely know. like that pick for sure. I don't Cole know Beasley. why. Do not sleep on Cole Beasley. He's one of the best route runners in the league too. I'm not sleeping on him. I just yeah. look. I thought I don't know why I thought Buffalo released him. So no, just, he's one, he's one just, of the best route runners in the NFL. I just wanted to make sure he was still on Buffalo. I was like, didn't they? I felt like they had released somebody, but not Cole Beasley still there. No, yeah. So that's why I picked Flex. I mean, just later rounds, if you can pick him up, get a reliable target. Uh, I got, I'm going, I'm showing love to the running backs. So like, they get a lot of hate. I'm going Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> feel like he's going to outbeat Marlon Mack. I think, I think Marlon Mack's good, but. It's hard to have three running backs. Like it is, you know, you can maybe have it for a season, but to keep going forward with three running backs is. Yeah. I mean, like, he's going to get a lot of the touches from running the ball for sure. I feel like Marlon Mack and Naheem Hines is going to be more so like catching the ball out of the backfield. Hines is definitely going to be the one catching the ball out of the backfield, but I just feel like Jonathan Taylor had a good rookie campaign. He's going to, he he's going to yeah. ball. If you, if you can find him in the late round, you know, on them bye weeks when you're starting running backs out or you're flex, he'd be nice. Does he doesn't he have a little fumbling problem? I think so. I mean, I think he got a little fumbling problem. If he can fix that um this offseason going into this year, I feel like, like you said, I feel like definitely he'll be a good, a good pickup. Um, there might be some people, honestly, that might pick him earlier on in the draft and instead of later on, honestly, um, based on his production last year. And, you know, assuming that he's going to be the same, if not better, this year coming. So um, I definitely can see that for sure. So moving on to tight ends. So 
mine is a mine's a horseshoe. It's like a make a wish. <laughs> Just another one of those positions. Yeah, there's a bunch of good tight ends in the league. Yeah, for sure. So what's what you going with, Nick? Because you gonna be like, wow, when probably with mine. I took Darren Waller. Um, I mean, you know, it's a Baltimore uh, product, but keep going. Yeah, Listen, so I'll draft him early. Trust me. So yeah, Darren Waller early. I got Darren Waller. I think he's probably the most underrated tight end in the NFL, and he gets high praise because whenever we mention tight ends, we always say Kittle and Kelsey. I feel like Darren Waller does not get the respect that he deserves because he's, in my opinion, right up there with them. Oh, definitely. and uh, the fact that he's, uh, you know, in there with uh, John Gruden, who runs one of those more traditional West Coast mm-hmm. style offenses that loves to hit the tight end as much and. Derek Carr loves throwing the ball to him. He had 107 receptions last year. I definitely think that he's going to keep going up in terms of uh, his production. I had him on my fantasy too. He was faithfully balling every week. Yeah, hey, that boy. That boy is a menace. Uh, he probably doesn't get the comparison because maybe not that great at blocking like the like Kittle is. Kittle's probably yeah. the best blocker out of the two. Yeah. But uh, another thing is that dude's a stand-up dude. He's a he he's a recovered addict. You know, yeah. a lot of yeah. people. You know. Disrespect addicts, you know, somebody in your family addict, bro. Yeah. You know, we all somebody, yeah, speaking of somebody that got somebody that's addict, you know, it's nice to see that, you know, Steve Smith did the special with him. It's hey, nice Keith, to see that. That 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 one must kind of, that one gotta hurt a little bit. Oh, he, for bro. I'll take I'll take him over Mark Andrews every day. Listen, yeah. he I mean, being that he left, you know, that he had that year suspension. Baltimore, yeah, he made the cut in Baltimore. And to see what he's doing now, I know y'all pissed. <laughs> I, just, I just wish he could have, like, you know, I'm glad he was able to overcome his obstacles. But if oh, he could have, sure. he could have overcame it with us, you know, and Harbaugh thought it was the right place for him to, you know, but yeah, it worked out for him. That boy, all pro, he it balling. Yep. He probably ain't going to see a playoff game anytime soon, but he balling. <laughs> he put up numbers, yeah. Oh, he going to put them so, up. So who you got, Keith? Who you got? I got my boy, George Kittle. <laughs> he can stay healthy. I don't care what nobody says. That man, the best tight end in football. I'll take him over Kelsey. Because I'm saying Kelsey is probably a better, maybe a better receiver. Receiving, receiver. Yeah. But after the catch. I'm talking about fantasy. If you're t- I mean, no, if you're talking about catch. after the catch, Kittle is running through everybody. He's getting loose. He impacts. Like, okay, fantasy, I guess you know, like Nick said, you probably take a step back, take Kelsey. But mm-hmm. I think that man, the best player in football. If he's healthy, because he impacts the game, he's a great blocker. He, he, this, you gotta he think loves you blocking gotta, people. It's crazy. Yeah. You got to think about it, too. They're both in a system where they can thrive. You know? Yes. Travis Kelsey in Kansas City and yep. um, George Kittle out in San Francisco. They're in great systems to where they can thrive. Yeah. TJ, uh, not TJ, uh, TJ Hawkinson in, mm-hmm. on the Lions might be a sleeper pick. If you find him, Jared Goff going to need someone to throw the ball to. The kid's good. I don't think he's super crazy yet, but I think he's going to be there. And they ain't got no other weapons. So Kyle Pitts will be my dark horse. Let's go. Okay. Rise listen, up. That man will get at least listen. 60 attempts. That I'm, I'm not even going to cap. Man ain't even played a snap yet. And I got Kyle Pitts right here. That's what I'm saying, bro. Your dark horse pick, Kyle Pitts, listen. baby. Prediction, Pro Bowl this year. I had to. I, I'm not even going to lie. He, like, from somebody that, his size runs a 4-4 at the tight end position. Like, he's probably the most, as far as, like, athletic, athleticism-wise, the gifted, most gifted tight end we, we're probably going to see. 
Hey, all them boys ran a damn 4-4 this year, 4-3. I don't know I'm what was sure in the water. I'm not sure see another tight end like Kyle Pitts. Tight ends are going to keep yeah. evolving. It's going to be like one of those positions in like five, yeah. ten years that we're going to be like, we're going we're gonna to be telling our kids and stuff like, nah, you should have seen what the <laughs> tight ends that we had because they was not built like this. <laughs> but he's so versatile, you know, pre, yeah. pre him playing any snap, I'm just going to be like. His craziest comparison is probably Aaron Hernandez. It definitely Aaron Hernandez. That like I don't know who you else you compare him to. Remember Aaron used to line up out wide because he could get so much separation from. I him. was gonna say, do y'all like, remember Vernon crazy. Davis? Oh Vernon yeah, Davis. Vernon Davis is another good one. That's crazy. They they just line him up and have Bolden. They had Bolden too for a little yeah. bit. So out there in San Fran, yep. Vernon Davis was a beast. And last but not least, um, we're gonna look. Wait, Keith, did you give your tight end? Yeah, Kittle, what you mean? Oh, yeah, you said Kittle. Best tight end football. I don't forgot. So, we're going to go with the kickers here, so. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Who y'all going with for your kickers? I'm going with the best kicker in football, and we're going to let him kick the ball because he, he got some boot on him. It's definitely Justin, it's Justin Tucker. I mean, arguably, you can go old boy in Atlanta. That's the only Oh, one. no, that's my pick. This is the first <laughs> one I picked on my own team. That's my pick. Listen, we'll get into that. It's weird because – it's the we best. Talk about them. We got the best kickers. So yeah. I feel like you can either go one of those two. Uh, DeForest Buckner would probably be it, or not DeForest. It's no, it's DeForest. Not Buckner. 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 It's uh the dude uh from the kicker from the Chiefs. Are you talking about Harrison Buckner? Yeah, I said it backwards, but yeah, I think <laughs> he, he he gets his kicks in there too. So I mean, between he's the three put, for fantasy, he, you know they're going to put up points. So extra points alone, he's going to put up numbers. Exactly. I mean, and it's crazy because me and Nick picked the same kicker. So, hey, I like my kicker kicking from sixty-seven. I'm gonna put oh, you like this. Listen. So real quick for Young Way Koo, <laughs> we average four red zone attempts a game. And only score touchdowns 50% of the times. The dude led the league in field goals, 94.5% percentage. I mean, Tuck, hey, you know, shockingly though, Tuck did miss some last year. It's the first time I've ever seen it. He missed, I think, like two. Yeah, I had him on my fantasy. When he did it. it was strange. He like, and I don't see that man miss kicks. It's strange. When I needed you the most. <laughs> hey, I, I still like that man kicking. If you told somebody to kick from 60, 67 plus. Oh, easy. I'd probably put money on the line. He's going to make it. Oh, yeah, it's pretty sure. embarrassing that if Julio leaves, our best player on our team is probably going to be our kicker. No, nah, you got great Jared, Calvin Ridley. Calvin. Oh, no, yeah, Grady Jared. I, and I hate, I feel bad for him because for being such a sore spot of the NFL for defenses, the fact that we got one of the best defensive tackles, probably Listen. the most underrated defensive tackle. Um, yeah, so You want to know who's probably underrated too for y'all? is Deion. Akulon and Deion Jones, yeah. Bro, Deion Jones is – Fast, bro. I'm telling y'all, look out for a, a cool on. I can't even. I won't even try to pronounce his first name. Um, oh, but, the left outside linebacker. Yeah, yeah, bro, that dude's a monster. Yeah, I can see it. I think he plays right, not left, but he's good. He's an outside linebacker. Yeah. I think they they switch him up. So, finish this segment for the day, and Nick is going to give us our uh, word for the day, our inspiration. Yeah. So I got a phrase for us today. It is. Uh, don't take anything or anyone for granted. Life is way too short. Uh, any opportunity that you're given, no matter how bad it, it may seem at that point in time, you know, go at it 110% every day because every day that you wake up is a blessing. Uh, any person that's in your life, no matter what kind of relationship that you might have at this moment, that person loves you, you love them. Make sure you never take anything like that for granted. 
Hey, Nick said that's great words. Honestly, I'm gonna add to Nick's word of the day. We're gonna get you a double whammy in there. Boom. (laughs) Uh, Don't let anything, don't let obstacles not let you keep striving. You know, I probably had the craziest last two years of my life. You know, my brother, like somebody's like a brother who died right before I got out the army. I fucking got arrested. Like, you know, don't, if I would have let that stuff stop me, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have graduated just now or I wouldn't be where I'm at now. So, Something happens, you know, get through it at least. It's it's gonna be tough to get through, but my mom tells me it, it can't rain forever. So, you know, For the sure. sun gotta come out eventually. Yeah, trouble don't last always. One one other thing I add to y'all as well is um just speaking on that is the only failure is giving up. So it might take, you know, a million times. You might take a million L's before you get that win, but the only failure that you're going to experience is giving up. Don't ever give up on yourself. So. Hey, that win going to feel good. I'm telling you. Hey, you're me. <laughs> hey, you're hey, me. The five L's you took, that that one W, you're going you gonna to be feeling it, boy. I swear. So this has been a uh, couple forward to guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. And we'll see you next week. Later. Have a good night.